I'm better than you. And I can prove it. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Tyler, have I mentioned to you that I've been reading the Bible? Is this If this is your first time listening to this, uh, I promise this won't continue for too long. In terms of what? Our lives. Uh, just the, the pompousness and the, and the gratuitous amounts of uh, uh, condescending tone in your voice. It's just, it, it makes you punchable to people who haven't even seen you before. I, oh, wait until you see me. My face makes me X times more punchable. Mm -hmm. But Tyler, one of our taglines is literally, we love you, comma, you pieces of shit. Yes. And then I imagine like four or five exclamation points because people are using way too much exclamation points. Way too many. Honestly, way if they're many. everywhere, then they're really, they don't mean anything. I, it's like US currency. Well, I just ask, why is everybody yelling all the time? You don't yell at people when you're having a conversation with them. Why is text messaging? When, when you put exclamation points afterwards, I'm going to read it as if you're yelling. Tyler, what does this have to do with the Bible? I've been reading the Bible. I'm better than you. This is your problem. Just follow me. I am a shepherd of men. Well, God created punctuation marks, so this has everything to do with the Bible. Now, here is my... <laughs> wow, you really made me think on that one. I tried to... God, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to get back to you week in review. Now... I, I really am going somewhere with this. And the deal is when we turn these microphones on very often, I go into show mode, mm -hmm. which is all well and good. And that has its purpose. But the fact of the matter is sometimes I lose my actual point. I lose what it is that I'm trying to say. And I listen back to it and I'm like, I didn't say any of the stuff that I really meant. I was just gotcha. trying to make you guys laugh. Mm -hmm. This is something that I actually think about a lot. Okay. John seven verse 38. Okay. It is. And I'm not even in this part. Oh I just, my God. I, we're script. We're repeating Bible verses. Holy shit. No, but honestly, hear me out. I okay. think, I think oh. this is going to end up being somewhere where you're interested. In. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. This has never come back to bite me before. I'm hoping that this show is somewhere where we can, we could, we could laugh. We could tickle. We could, we could bite <laughs> you on the back. We've told so many people about this show. So many new people. And this could very well be the first time they hear this. So just bear with us. It's going to be funny soon. No, but what I'm saying is, and I appreciate you playing every type of of defense against me because you feel so uncomfortable. It doesn't feel great, does it? I think that we can also have interesting conversations. It doesn't always have to be funny and our funny springs organically. So John 7 verse 38, he that believeth in me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Okay? I wish we still spoke like that. That's the, fun. The, <laughs> believeth? Believeth. Dude, tell me that's not talking about chakras right there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The energy within us that is flowing out of your belly. Mm. What if we are all saying exactly the same thing with different nomenclature? That's what I believe. That is what I believe too. Mm. And thank you for letting me get to where I was going. You insecure you pieces of shit because I, <laughs> I was fighting you off at every turn. It was like the hounds of hell literally coming after me. No, but I, I'm being serious. Yes. For real. Yeah. 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 I think what's so interesting is the thing that tears us apart, the things that we're all fighting over all the time. What if we're all saying exactly the same thing with different words? Is that possible? Absolutely. It's my my myths are better than your myths. My lore is better than your lore. My guy is better than your guy. And it's really all the same guy. And what if all of it for or lady forget guy? What if it's all just metaphor? What if it is for sure. yeah. life lessons of that's course. trying to teach you where it's very obvious that people can get lost along the way while trying to mm. serve themselves? Whatever it is that you're going to that we're fighting over, that we're killing each other over. What if we're all saying exactly the same thing? Absolutely. And just so you know, the Bible has been rewritten multiple times. So what you're reading today is not what, you know, they were writing back then. 
and it was written over centuries. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that it was something where you just sat down and I'm going to knock this out over the long weekend and I'm going to get right back to you. Jesus pumped this out in like a week. That is a madman. He's like the Stephen King of our time. He certainly is. A lot more cocaine, though. <laughs> so God invented cocaine. So, stop <laughs> doing that because technically it's right, but you're you're misusing it, Tyler. You're like Thanos over here. <laughs> now, like, and this is something that I've thought about a lot. In the beginning was the word, the original vibration, the Big Bang. What if all of that is the exact same situation? Sure. Absolutely. It's it's the the as I said before, my story is better than your story. And really, they could just be metaphorically the exact same thing. Do you think that if we live long enough? One day, science will be able to explain spirituality. Oh, boy, that's a tough question, because then you're getting there's so many things. I mean, pretty much mostly everything about the universe that we don't understand. Uh, we're going to get it, Tyler. Maybe we can, we can review. We're in 10. Do we understand the whole universe? Uh, I, I think eventually and I, I believe I total guess, but my belief is that our next evolution in the chain is bonding with computers bonding sure. with, I mean, we're already talking about putting chips in our brain. What's the next step after that? Um, and I think once, I mean, we could become super smart. Think of as smart as a computer melded with a human brain. I mean, who even knows that's science fiction at this point, but eventually further down the line. Yeah. I think we could eventually quantify spirituality. Is, is that fictional at this point? I believe that, I mean, they're already implanting chips in you and all that kind of stuff. Artificial intelligence, it, you know, suggests all sorts of problems that you idiots are diving into. They're going to be able to build themselves better than we can build them. What are you doing? But we should arm drones, Tyler. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. And they could build me a better girlfriend. Uh, or boyfriend. That real doll that you had is looking pretty enticing, honestly. Well, I have to really be disciplined to not jump on that thing. He, he she's all used up. You I know? understand. <laughs> Worn both of them down to a stump. I got one of the very first editions, so uh, sharp parts, Ryan. When it comes <laughs> to inventing a new Big Bang, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And that was really disgusting. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that has an annuity but needs cash now. To my left, a rat born out of rodent wedlock, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? Are we just doing commercials for them now? Are we getting paid by J.G. Wentworth? Isn't that amazing how those advertisements genuinely work? Because you could literally walk here. What are we? 10, 15 years removed. I don't know if they're still playing. or They are still playing. Are they still playing? I haven't seen daytime TV since I was like 20. But you walk up to somebody and say, I have an annuity, but I need cash now. They are going to sing like an opera singer called J.G. Wentworth. I mean, incredible. Yeah, that's the same thing with those 411 pain songs that would come over the radio and just play every five seconds. And that that stuff makes you remember them. I wonder if this stuff is Miami specific. Oh, uh, I doubt it. I mean, these things are, are perfected to become as infectious as humanly possible. And we're working on the same thing. On today's show. Yeah, we are. Was Andrew Jackson white trash? You know what? Maybe. Hmm. And later on today's show, Ryan, I got another what the fuck for you. What the? 
Oh, are you serious, Tyler? I'm serious. Got another what the fuck. Tyler, do not build me up and let me down. Mm, well, I mean, I am I do have a what the fuck, although I could still let you down. Do not wake <laughs> me up before you go, go, Tyler. Honestly, I, I can't handle that right now. Before you go, now, go. I, I, now, Tyler, you know that I am a bandwagon fan, and I have just recently jumped on to the religion shit. But what, uh, what, do, you, what do you call that Sunday after Good Friday? What is that? Uh, Easter. That's Ryan. right, Tyler. We are recording on Easter, and you know what that means. And this is real. Menendez family tradition, Tyler. You know what that means. Menendez, this is true. We do an egg hunt throughout the house. We, it gets a little violent. Okay, so we have three brothers, mm -hmm. 40, 38, and 32. Well, we are three brothers, not that we no. have three no. brothers. Oh, oh, I haven't told you about what's going on in the attic, Tyler. Oh, big, big, big reveal later on today, guys. In the attic? I've just been uh, feeding him <laughs> eggs for all year. And no, so we have an older Menendez brother who's uh -huh. 40 years old, Tyler and I. We have been doing our whole lives an Easter egg hunt, and the tradition continues today. What are you thinking, Tyler? Um, I am excited. I'm pumped up. You know, I'm, I don't usually win these but uh at least i'm not michael you do not win these now here's the deal i've won more than michael this is where i've wanted to get into this. here we go i have for, for whatever the reason mm -hmm. i mean you're the tallest michael's the widest i am the best easter egg hunter always have been always will be yeah write that on your resume I, I'm putting that on my gravestone because I'm just, I peak one time a year and it involves cream filled eggs. You know, I'm on LinkedIn and the only application that I've seen so far that speaks to me is this guy who's really good at egg hunting. It's incredible. This guy, I mean, I, I prayed and he showed up. Now, now give him a hammer and send him out to look for mines. Tell me if you believe this or not. Okay. Because I've only lost one year that I could rem remember. And that was due to a drug-related illness. <laughs> I was in bad shape that year. Well, if you come to Miami for the finals and you uh, go out partying and you don't play well, that's on you, dog. I got James hardened. Yes, I, I, yes. I didn't. I had an itchy beard and I couldn't open up one eye because mm -hmm. of my night before. I, you tell me. Let's be serious. A lot of serious shit at the beginning of this show. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel pressure. I feel pressure every year. I want to win because I feel like you guys expect it from me. I am the cornerstone in your life, and I can't let you guys down. This is my thing. You guys go into it fun and fancy free. I'm over here carrying the weight of the world like that guy Atlas. I will say, he's a titan, Ryan. I will say that I don't have as much pressure as you, but if you think for a second that I just go into this all happy, carefree, <laughs> no, I want to pull I you. I want to pull you down. I want to see that stupid smirk that I assume is hiding under your facial hair off of your face, Tyler. and I want you to cry tears of shame. Tell it. The thing is, this is all I got. Like, I don't understand. Exactly. I wow. don't want you to have anything. I, I could tell that you're being dead ass serious. <laughs> it makes me want to jump into a river. Let's do depression index. <laughs> what the depression index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, what's going on with your week this week? Ryan, this week is going pretty well. A lot of changes are coming. Whoa. Menendez Mansion Part D <laughs> sitting in the wings is just sitting there. We got all our stuff in, and we are gonna go be. Uh, we are going to go 
uh, put everything in place tomorrow morning. I know that this probably isn't the space for this, but do you want to tell the people just a brief amount about what is happening in that house? Well, we've turned the first floor into storage. <laughs> where, I feel shame about this. Thankfully for my long legs, I can maneuver, but you, Ryan, you're going to have to scurry through like the cockroaches <laughs> we've invited in. <laughs> oh, man, this is the perfect place to talk about this because I feel genuine shame. We just, because we're so rushed and we're on such new schedules, we literally oh, just- And because we procrastinate. No! <laughs> That's the thing. We don't get any help because we wait until the last minute, feel shame because we always do this, and then have to do everything on our own. Absolutely. So please continue with what you were saying, my friend. Session 63's theme after that very depressing o depressing opening to <laughs> depression. Christian Slater, save me! <laughs> uh, name of the show. Uh, session 63 theme, disassociation. I'm sure you, Ryan, and Ryan, you're going to speak for the audience. I'm sure you, Ryan, have been in that situation where you are cruising in your car. It is after a shift of work. You're driving down the highway. All of a sudden, you're getting off on your exit, and you don't remember the last five minutes of your drive. Oh, absolutely. I think that happens to everybody. Absolutely. And that is disassociation. We go into this trance where we leave our bodies, quote unquote, so to speak, and we're kind of in this daze in La La Land, and we don't realize that we do that throughout our entire day. I was just about to say, we have our unspoken code here where I put my little sad pen up in the air, and you know I want to say something. It is a sad pen. I fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Tyler. Depression index. Depression index. Respect it. Uh... I was going to say, I think most people listening to this have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Yeah. They have no fucking clue. Yeah. They're it's, like, why would I remember my drive to work? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh... You always hear the, the, the hippy-dippy liberal <laughs> losers talking about being mindful, being present. And that's honestly... Buzzword, that's, news. <laughs> that's honestly exactly what it is. It's simply just being aware of yourself in the moment. And we don't realize that we go through the entire day daydreaming. How often a day do you daydream? You're gone. You're not here. Oh, well, well, all of us, all of us. I'm living in shock and I prefer it this way because the world is scary. Blue pill me or whatever, bro. <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. I all think. right. I purple. don't know. Give me the purple and leave me alone a little bit. You want to be an incel? Please, Ooh. please. Ooh. Sex is, I mean, cardiovascularly, a lot of work, Tyler. I mean, you're not wrong, Ryan. This week, I am at a four. One, two. Oh, Tyler! <laughs> oh, you're gross. Yeah, I don't know, man. It is a it is a tough thing. Being aware all the time is its own special type of hell. Mm -hmm. And uh, until I, it's not, I'm. In, is that true? Is something good coming? Good Lord, please be honest. Honestly, we could have been lied to, and this is all just a scam. This is a mean trick you played on me, Levitard. <laughs> all right, now. <laughs> Uh, anybody who listens to that show thinks that that's hilarious. Hey guys, <laughs> listen. Here's the deal. Levitard's a big part of our lives. Absolutely. I just, I just wasn't ready for it. Hey, it's a, it's a tribute. All right. Now, I have talked. To, oh, excuse me. Yeah, it up. Now, I've talked about this many times on the show, and I am going to add a nice little spin on it. Okay. The word cool, how it affected my life, how I think it affected me adversely. I thought the word cool was the definition of something, a, a set of rules that you live by. Being cool was doing this, this, and that. 
Okay. You, you held yourself to an unreasonable standard and set limitations on your life sure. so you didn't look stupid. Even in Disney movies, they present, hey, this is the cool guy. This is not the cool guy. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? A absolutely. Especially growing up back in your day, all the movies were like nerd versus jock, cool versus loser, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Breakfast Club me. My favorite, my favorite Disney movie, Aladdin. I mean, it was just telling you, lie to a woman until she loves you. And I'm like, you got it, Agrabah kid. Um... Yeah, yeah, right. that's true. He didn't right. have a whole lot going for him. He's a street rat. Uh, yeah. Riff raff. And, and you know what? I didn't buy that, Tyler. I've done that joke on this show before, and I'll do it again. Now, this is what I'm thinking. What does cool mean? Like, honestly, at the root of it. And I know I'm going to get you to roll your eyes as you roll the knob that controls your radio. But really what cool means is somebody who is peaceful with who they are. If you think about it, it's somebody who never reacts too strong to something. It actually is somebody who is just peaceful and mm -hmm. confident. Yep. I think that we need to rebrand that word. And, and it's easier to understand that it's not just a style, it's a way of being comfortable with whoever you are, even if it's not cool. This week, I am at a three. One, two, three. And one extra one because I was lying. We love you, you pieces of shit. I mean, of course, you. I don't even feel like you feel that way. You're just trying to one up me. In terms of what? Or one under me. You always pick the number underneath me. It's always like, it's like the price is fucking right over here. If I'm being totally honest with is you, Tyler. Is that the name? I think they added the fucking when did. Drew Carey joined the show. No, the thing is, is that viewership was down. So uh. they just, right. Uh, now, here's the thing that you don't understand. Whenever we're on the show and you're talking, I am just planning on my next thing to say. I don't know if you spun the wheel. I, I mean, I had blood shoot all over my face. Yeah. And I was not aware in that moment. Red is your color. Red circle. Now, Tyler, one adverse thing that has happened from this show is I've unleashed upon the world a little segment called Don't Kill But When You Do. Yeah. Okay? yeah like, like a plague of locusts spread upon, upon Egypt. I'm just playing to our constituency, Tyler. I'm just realizing there's a hole. And like always, I'm going to fill it. Okay. I'm as gonna, best you can. The best that I can. <laughs> I may even just go around the rim a couple of times. And so you knew I was there. You're just shooting for the fringes and hope you hit something. Uh, please, it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. What do you want from me? That is the third time I've heard that <laughs> saying this weekend. What the hell? It's the universe trying to communicate, Tyler. <laughs> if you are my friend and you have killed someone, please do not tell me. I'm just giving you the hints. Okay. I'm just telling you how to not get caught so you can stay tuned into the show. I need you selfishly. Don't tell me. I can't carry that shit around. Have I mentioned that I've been listening to Datelines, Tyler? Yeah, he's actually restarted them. There's these people who have just been carrying this shit around for people, and I don't understand what their deal is, mm -hmm. man. You mean you mean carrying like evidence for other people who have committed a crime? Sure. Yeah. And you go on 20 years, and then you feel these people like eventually end up breaking down, and they just have to get it off the... Who wants to carry something like that around? I wouldn't want to do that for myself. I'm definitely not going to do it for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't award myself that comfort. So what? I'm going to rat you out the moment oh, you, you bring me something. Thank you. That is that is leading me right to my point. Mm -hmm. I am going. If you're listening to this, I will rat you out. I am not carrying that around. I don't need those worry lines. And if you're not listening to this, this is still my warning. I will rat you out. So I just want you to know that, Tyler. Good to know, Ryan. <laughs>
We need to do more warnings on the show for people who aren't listening. We, I think that's we, a I think that's a good plan. We really do. Don't kill but when you do. All right, Tyler. Love it. Now, I'm not doing a don't kill but when you do, one of our classic segments, but this week we are doing a douche of the week. Now, this is a classic that I think is pretty self-explanatory, but it's just we find somebody that's causing us harm. We, we find somebody who's not helping society. We call them out. We play that little music after them, and then they're uh, properly shamed. Mm, love it. Who do you got this week, bro? Ryan, for this week's douche of the week, I'm going to have to talk about that robot in human skin. Where'd you get that skin, Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg is my douche of the week because this... Go on. Oh, no, that was really rude what I just said. I thought he was a lizard, not a robot. I should not have stopped the show no, for that. that. No, 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 that's perfectly fine. And there are theories out there where he is a lizard, but I lizards are, you know that part of our brain, the lizard brain? Yeah, the primordial part. Very smart, very reactionary. That guy is a fucking robot. Did you just say very smart, very reactionary? I, I don't. I, I think I, those I, two I, are opposites. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Get the hell out of my segment. <laughs> Ryan's douche of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, my douche of the week is Mark Zuckerberg. This week it was found out that over, I think, 300,000 names of and information of those people was hacked from Facebook and released for free on the internet today. Now, because this week, excuse me. I hear this stuff all the time. I have no idea what that means. So how does that present an issue to us? Well, I think initially one thing that will connect with people is a lot of times your credit card information okay, is attached to your name. definitely connect with me. Yes. Yep. And I then lost it, my wallet in Mexico. You were there. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Fuck me hard in my sombrero. <laughs> yes. You get addresses so people can uh, email you directly. They uh, can send stuff to your house if they want. Uh, advertisements. But at, buying names for advertisements is a huge business online. I look at all that stuff that crams up people's uh, mailboxes mm -hmm. that goes, I mean, I'm talking about stacks and stacks of stuff that it's goes ridiculous. directly into the garbage can for 99.9% .9 of the population, and that should be illegal. Yep. That should be a crime. Absolutely. Please continue. And so uh, this man who has given in to, uh, I mean, blatant misuse of a superpower kind of weapon that mm -hmm. is social media, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, so on and so forth. Wow. This man continues to sit idly by and not only allow all this heinous shit on his uh, website, but also actively playing defense against the government, which is trying to regulate them, which I guess is what all corporations do. So fuck you, corporations. Is he still in charge of all this shit, though? Even at this point, he hasn't sent this over to a board of directors. I mean, he's, oh, he's, he's still the face of, of Facebook. If he's the control controlling uh, uh, a stakeholder, whatever it is, I don't know that. But he definitely does seem like the one calling the shots. And that face of Facebook is painted bright white. And, and please forgive me, I just realized he is not the one calling the shots. It is whoever is controlling his robot exoskeleton. <laughs> well, you really stuck the dismount there, Tyler. Let's do the branding. Mark Zuckerberg, you robot bastard. You are my douche of the week. Wow. I'm really trying to get hate out of my vernacular, but I... I know. He, he, I hate that word. He's as close as as it comes. Really? For me, he has done so much harm to democracy. He looks like a sad little puppy dog to me, but I don't know any information about him. A robot puppy dog, Ryan. Oh, I love like from Japan. I love those fucking <laughs> things. All right, Tyler. I now the thing is, 
You were making it this big, giant thing. I am doing something in my life. Of course, you're fighting for freedom and you're doing all that shit. None of that matters. I always do macro. You always do micro. Okay. There's somebody at my gym. Oh, boy. I'm walking out every single time, and this just disgusts me. There's somebody at my gym who, I and I know it's the same person because it is the exact same type of gum spitting their gum in my gym in the same spot. It looks like the bush grows gum, okay? Ah. And I see it every fucking time. It's bright orange gum, and it disgusts me, Tyler. Yeah, now that's not a cool thing, because if, especially as you're walking into the gym, bet you 50 bucks there's a trash can right there, like in the general region. Who gives a shit about that? No, no, it's me. I'm the one who's spitting the gum there. What I'm saying is, what? whoever is in charge of cleaning that shit up, you are terrible at it. I am sick of looking at it. It's disgusting. That person who's supposed to be cleaning that up, you are my douche of the week. It's an eyesore. Just so I'm clear. Tyler, it is. I mean, there's got to be hundreds of pieces of gum. I go to the gym all the time. It's disgusting. Why are you spitting your gum into the bushes when we've already covered that birds go into bushes? You've covered that birds go into bushes. I've covered bushes with gum. What's the difference? I feel like we're saying the same thing. You're, you're a bad person. <laughs> you're a bad person. You're a bad person. You're a bad person. I've never I, seen a bird in a bush. I, I am I am feeling shame for you right now. This is like you admitting you didn't pick up your poop when you were living in Coral Springs. <laughs> oh, did I say that? I'm sorry, not your poop, the dog's poop, <laughs> and not yours. You weren't going around oh, shitting in public. You scared me. I thought I told you <laughs> a secret that I wasn't meant for air. Tyler, session number 63, no number party this week because I, I, I didn't like the way that went. Um, <laughs> That's okay. The, the international code for? Um, uh, the, Spain. The Philippines. Ooh. Okay, okay, close. The number of chromosomes found in the offspring of a donkey and a horse, Tyler. Which Interesting. You, everybody says that. Interesting. Everybody's yep. always talking about that. That's obviously a well-known fact. And the number of groats in a guinea. I don't know Can what you, you just said. That? That's friggin' nuts, dude. The number of groats in a guinea. Are those English words? It, it's it's in British pre-decimal currency, but I really just, <laughs> I loved it. Of course. I How it. could I be so silly? How did I not know that? You called this a guinea. <laughs> you're, three, you're three groats short. I demand one pence. I am groat. Uh, now, Tyler, session 63 this week, as I just discussed, that means next week, session 64. It, it's very hard for me to 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 uh, reap praise on myself. And I genuinely mean this. It's hard for me to be kind to myself. It, it truly is. I really, I really have to acknowledge that session 64 is a huge accomplishment for us. I can't believe I've never done, worked this hard at anything in my life. I know. Every, Even my life. Every time I try to get out, it keeps sucking me back in. Session 64. It's unbelievable. It, it really is unbelievable. Hey, congratulations, congratulations to you, my friend. I'm really buddy. excited about it. And the reason that I bring it up is because next week we are going to be doing something, and I don't do this very often. Mm -hmm. We're going to do something that changes the show up a little bit. You guys Ooh. are going to be excited. It's an event. Be here. Okay? I don't even know what it is. Now, Tyler, you have a new little segment that we're going to do before we go to break. It mm -hmm. is something. Well, you set it up. Absolutely. It up. Well, thank you. And I know how much you hate when I talk. Do it now. <laughs> Uh, I have a new segment, which a story that I heard two days ago, a couple days ago, made me come up with this segment. It's going to be a little quick one. It's Ryan and I have worked at restaurants 
our entire, almost our entire careers. Sure. For a couple decades each. Like Bob's Burgers, we grew up in the restaurant. Very much, very much. We didn't live above it. We lived next to it. They I didn't s- let us inside. I fell asleep in the kitchen a couple times, <laughs> but we won't get into that. Um, so for this one, I, I've just deemed it, oh, it is just where we get to share these Wait stories. A Wait a minute. You've deemed it what? Oof. Oh, oh wow. I, I, oh. I didn't know if you did. Okay. Hold on. Let's get a couple okay. just in case no, we no. need to edit. Oof. 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 ASMR, you fucking with me? Oof. Please go on. Please, please. The first story, my most embarrassing story to just get this started and let you understand where I live in my life. Mm-hmm. It's two people come into this nice restaurant that I'm working for. I'm a waiter. I walk them to their table. I sit them down. I hand the menu to the woman because even though I'm equal opportunity, I go woman first. And then I hand out the menu to the guy who just blatantly ignores it. So I begin to wave it in front of his face (laughs) and feed him olives at the same time. Wait a minute. He, wait, wait, let me get this set up correct. You hand, because this is, um, I'm guessing this guy's Spanish. Can I say that? Is this guy Spanish? It doesn't matter, Ryan. I can promise you this. It does not matter. Well, it's a cultural thing. No, sure. it is not. No? Because I handed him the menu when he didn't take it. I waved it at him. He was blind. Oh. <laughs> but still, was he Spanish? <laughs> wait a minute. His sense of touch should have been heightened like Daredevil. <laughs> I don't believe. I don't think it's that high. I thought he should have blocked you like he was in Kung Fu, the legacy. <laughs> he, he neck chops me when I hit the floor. Oh, sir, I'm sorry. I'm very reactionary. Yes, that is. Wow, you're a piece of trash. <laughs> Forgive me for bringing ethnicity into it. I, That's listen, why I told you it doesn't matter. These last four years have been very tough on me, Tyler. It's changed who I am at, at my very core. You're a piece of trash. I did not feel good about it. And the wife was, as you can imagine, kind of upset. <laughs> She started feeling your face. Okay. (laughs) So she could see, unfortunately. It would have been better if they were both blind. Wait a minute. Blind people are allowed to marry people who can see? Well, she could have been an escort for all I know. Okay. Coming out in scrubs like a whore. It was a blind date. (laughs) Hey. It's been a while since I got one of those. It has been a while. Okay, so the, so the the premise of this segment is embarrassing things that happen at work. Okay, great. Now yep, yep. I'm understanding it a little bit better. Yep. Okay, now do you have another one or? Well, I have another one. I'm thinking this should be the dismount, but if you okay, think yours no, is good, no, let me do mine. Okay, because okay. I I think that I understand this. If I have this right. Okay. Okay. I couldn't think of something embarrassing that happened to me at work. So I was thinking, I, I've worked in, behind the bar for such a long time, maybe I could think of somebody else. And you know this one, and it's just a story I could pass on. Remember when I worked with my buddy Keith, okay, and we're working back behind the bar, everybody's flying around and whatever, uh, it's just so busy that we're, we're, we're working as hard as we can, it's part of being a bartender. Part of it is having fun and partying with your buddies, getting everybody drunk. Part of it is working as hard as you possibly can. It's it's manual labor. And having the world cave down on your mother effing forehead. Yeah. Now, this guy is so busy, we have to wash the dishes in the manual dishwasher at that time. Now, he picks up two parfait glasses. He slams it into the the dishwasher. He pushes it down. One of them breaks, Mm. and it cuts into his palm so deep, Tyler, that it cuts his tendons. Yeah. He he couldn't go to the fire academy after that because he lost his tendons. Poor man. And, bro... You should have seen the look on his face. He was so embarrassed. It was a full bar of people. And he's like, oh, spurt, spurt. Like, oh, shit. You know, and I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? He's like, oh, I didn't mean to. It was 
It was incredible. I mean, he turned all different types of purple. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was working there that I remember when he was yeah. just off to the side yeah. holding his hand yeah. in place. Yeah. He was so embarrassed. Oh, God. Yeah. that That's more painful than embarrassing. Am I doing this right? I, not really. I'm looking at your face, and I feel like we're playing two different games. We are. It was the most horrible thing I, that ever happened. I went from blind man to tendon cutting. <laughs> Keith, you are my douche of the week. Those glasses were uh, called Keith Killers after that. We, we, from then on, called him Keith Killers because we have a, you know, a gallows humor, yeah. as it were. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's how we deal with trauma. <laughs> For my final story, and it's going to be a little different. I'm glad I'm doing this one last. We call that one segment killer. (laughs) And this happened a couple days ago. One of the hostesses at our job was escorting another duo to their table, another husband and wife who were, I did not speak to them, but they seemed incredibly kind. They just had very warm faces. She was joking around with them. You know, you could just tell when somebody seems really, really nice. The vibe. So she was laughing, they were laughing, and as they were walking back, she comes back from the table, ghost white. And and she starts telling the story at the hostess stand, and she says, well, they were walking to the table and they're joking around. And he jokingly goes, oh, is this my sissa seat? And she joking around goes, yeah, yeah, y- yes. He had a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> and she exploded on the spot. We never saw her again. <laughs> she just imploded. I've got to tell you. I have done, because of my sense of humor and, and just being so brash and outrageous and, uh-huh. uh, you know, insecure is really just uh-huh. what I meant. Uh-huh. Uh, I, have, I have put my foot in my mouth so many times in my life that I totally felt that one deep in my tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's and a you, And there are many times, or that didn't even happen there, where you're looking for the joke or you're trying to get out of it through humor so you push the issue even yep. more, and it just makes it infinitely worse. I've talked about on this show where I had one too many adult cocktails and I made a joke about, as, you know, something with a woman who was going through a dreadful divorce and everybody in the whole place looked at me and I, I had a little bit too much uh-huh. and I thought if I could just make them laugh, I could get out of this. Spoiler alert, I could not. Oh my goodness. Everybody called me the next day just so upset and, you know, I get it. I get it. Tyler, fantastic job on that segment. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I, I actually like that. And that I was believe fun. We could get a little sounder that just goes, oof. Yeah. No, and no more tendon cutting, okay? Please come back with a funnier story. I almost guarantee that at that moment he said, oof. I, he's like, oof. I'm sure spurt, it was spurt, more. Spurt, 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 spurt. <laughs> All right, then we'll do, we'll do a segment called oof. We'll do a segment called spurt, spurt, spurt. And when we come back, we'll unveil the next one. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you can sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. 
And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate, and let's get back to the show. Those guys. We humans have a serious problem with garbage. How are we ever going to get aliens to come here if we don't tidy up after ourselves? You hate. I will grant you the need to poison the oceans, but we could totally be losing out on some alien pussy if we don't at least sweep that shit under a nearby planet. Maybe <laughs> maybe Musk can help us out with that. Those guys you hate. Red circle. Let's get it. Red circle. Now, Tyler, I understand that this probably isn't interesting to anybody, but that's kind of what the show is based on. You know how with... My watch, it has all these goals that I have set that I try to fill up on a daily basis. Yes. One of the many things you try to fill on a daily basis. (laughs) And one of the things that I, well, successfully fill on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. For 531 consecutive days, I have hit every single one of those registers. I have not missed a day where I have, which has caused me, as I'm sure you could imagine, a lot of... um, inopportune time where I'm just doing some shit to fill up this, this, this goal that I set for myself really with, with no sense. Well, the sense is health. You're, 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 it's adding to your longevity in life. Maybe, but you know that I take care of myself pretty well. As far as exercise goes, plenty of other ways I do not. Sure. Um, it's unnecessary and I think I'm going to stop. Yeah, yeah, you talked about this a couple weeks ago. Right. Don't talk about it, be about it. I am going to be about it. I'm at 531. At 555 days, I am going to stop. And the reason that I bring it up on this show- Because you're OCD? Yep. (laughs) And the reason I bring it up on this show is because I think this is kind of some of the stuff that we talk about where, hey, look at the stuff going on in your life. Is it serving you? I understand, like, with what you said, it has all these positive- implications Mm -hmm. but honestly it's not serving me and so so i'm gonna quit could you do the same thing without the needed stress of reaching of having to reach those specific goals and i think the answer is yes i feel like this is the first time that you've ever met me but we'll talk about it on weekend review at the two of you and I think to myself if chugging dongs was illegal the both of you would be on death row I feel like there's something different about that and I can't put my finger on it yeah did you, uh, it sounds like you, did you take something away I, I think I might have pulled something out of there seems short Tyler last week I completely guessed that funerals cost $8,000 inexplicably am I an asshole oh yeah I am but according to policygenius.com, <laughs> okay. in the U.S., there is an average of 2.4 million funerals a year, which cost on average between $8,000 and $10,000. Nailed it. Still an asshole, but I got lucky on that one. You were a lucky asshole. So listen to this, and I think there's something here. And I think uh, this is a niche being filled by Adam Ruins Everything already, but we could do it. Sure. These these industries that have just gotten completely out of control, these things where they're they're charging you all like the wedding industry has mm-hmm. become 
uh, like a, a mockumentary of itself. Yep, absolutely. Well, because they know just like every other corporation, they can squeeze as many pennies out of people as they want. If you have these big, big time events in people's lives, you can get them to pay through the nose. Basic services fee for a funeral, $2,500. What do you think a casket costs, Tyler? A casket. Uh, okay, I'll say $1,000. $2,500 for a casket. Look, it's a pretty effing box, but you could you could put me in a Folgers can. I don't give a bleep. Yeah, yeah, and now they're doing the thing where if you get cremated, now they give you the fancy options of the boxes you could be put in. As you said, dude, just put me in like a cardboard box. I don't give a shit. Pack me in a pipe and freebase me. Funeral director's fees are $1,500. What the hell is that guy doing besides molesting the bodies? Embalming and body... It's hard work, Ryan. Is well, hey, I like what you did there. Stiff one. Embalming and... That was a bit on the nose. Embalming and body preparation, $750. What? Dude, it's all this stuff. It's crazy to me. One time when my dog was sick and had to be put down, they were upcharging me, and I had quite the episode. I just think that we need to start thinking about some of this stuff and looking at the practices that we have. Well, all business in the, uh, around us seems to be totally built upon not having morals. Ringing you. Well, now that is an interesting question. Is business and morals a possible thing to run simultaneously I, I don't think that it is in the current structure absolutely not but i think it's possible where we instead of trying to one-up each other where we work with each other and, but in what sort of cataclysmic event would need for that to happen um i mean the rapture fingers crossed ryan last week we asked which parrot is the smartest do you know the answer? I looked up something along these lines. Okay. But I will let you do it. Do you know the answer? Uh. All right. I just looked up the smartest parrot, which is the African gray parrot. Which is the one we were talking about, Andrew Jackson's parrot, who was thrown out of his funeral for swearing. That's right. And they are on par with the intelligence of human children. Five-year-olds, mm -hmm. from what I read. I, I Let me go ahead and just do mine since we're already here. Go for it. Like I said, they have the mental and emotional capacity of a five-year-old child, mm -hmm. which is frigging crazy. They recently passed a test in Germany that required them to understand when another animal needed help and when to give assistance. Oh, wow. Yeah, where they were passing tokens back and forth to grant the other one to get food. It was a whole deal. It was very mm. interesting, actually. And bonobos and orangutans are the only other animals besides humans to have passed that same test. Oh, very interesting. You know who didn't pass that test? About It's basically like a test on empathy for the animals, yeah. which would suggest intelligence. Yes, yeah, and, and uh, the understanding of complex emotions. Exactly. Um, which animal did not? I mean... Not an notable animal. Uh, alligator? Chimps and gorillas. Oh, they're dicks? Chimps and... No, they just didn't pass that sort of empathetic test. You stupid idiots. It's weird that we talked earlier about the reptile brain and you went back to the alligator as the smart animal. That's interesting. Brilliant, Ryan. Notice how they haven't had to evolve in millions of years. Perfect creatures. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Whoa. So last week we asked, are sushi rolls an American-made thing? I looked this up, Ryan. Did we improve upon the Japanese invention? I don't understand that sound effect for no. It doesn't constitute a Tyler, no. Tyler, you've got the right stuff and you've got wrong way. I, what don't you get, bro? I don't want to explain the show to you every week. 
Please, would you? I don't get it. <laughs> it's the right stuff. It's wrong way. <laughs> Sushi rolls, um, as we know them today, were actually a creation back in the 60s. Rice was put on the outside of the roll to cater to the American audience. They didn't like the look of the seaweed on the outside. Huh. I So I'm having trouble picturing the the other version of what it is you're talking about. Can Have you, you ever gotten the sushi roll with the, with the black seaweed oh, on the outside? Or like the cone? Is the cone another? Sure, sure. Oh, Same okay. thing. And cool. the rice is inside of it. Um, um, Apparently, Americans back in the 60s, not a huge fan of that look. So they put the rice on the outside to cater to us heathens. You know what they were a fan of? What? Racism, Tyler. On last week. Still huge today, Ryan. <laughs> really? It's making a real comeback. Still in. Tyler, on last week's show, you said that bonsais were tree prisons. Were you wrong? No. Well, I'm gonna double answer negative. It. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read it first before I push the button, Tyler. Sure, sure, whatever. The practice is described by many as cruel because the trees are subjected to unnatural techniques to achieve the desired shape. From its shape to its height. A bonsai is definitely not the typical representation of a tree. Were you wrong? That hurt. So you know what I did this week after reading all of that? Did I, you cut them free? I, I let them all free. And these sons of bitches, these ungrateful sons of bitches are still sitting on my driveway. And they do not look great, if I'm being totally honest. I keep going out there and feeding them. I don't know. <laughs> you would think they would have the sense to at least go get some water. Idiots. Ryan, last week I said the I perpetuated the myth that Daffy Duck is banned in Finland. Was I wrong on every single account? First of all, the myth is that Donald Duck is banned in Finland. I didn't even get the character right. Wow. Thank God I got the right animal. And no, they said that Finland banned uh, Donald Duck because he didn't wear pants. And only a shirt he was when he pooing it. Which which we've decided is the worst way to be naked. Absolutely. As a man. As a woman. Great. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. No. As a matter of fact, the cartoonist Don Rosa is exceptionally popular in Finland. Huh. He's huge over there. And uh, no, it's just a myth. He is not banned in Finland. They love Donald Duck over there. Really? Yeah. So yeah. where where does that come from? What I is the... I have no yeah, idea. Just, there, there is, it just says here, there is a popular urban legend that Donald Duck was once banned in Finland for not wearing pants. It's not true. Wow. All right. Everybody who's out there saying that, uh, get more interesting conversations. It's like everything I've ever been taught in my life has been a lie. Finally, Tyler, last week I unnecessarily labeled Andrew Jackson white trash. What is my fucking deal, Tyler? Well, I mean, if the shoe fits. <laughs> Now, one of my favorite things about this show is the shit that I Google. I literally just Googled, was Andrew Jackson white trash? Uh, <laughs> all I know is, is you are on at least a baker's dozen of watch lists. Well, you are oh, being absolutely. watched by the FBI, the CIA, the NSA. Hey, guys. Hey, Jim. I see you out there. And that's before we ever even started this show. <laughs> but... Here's what I got about Andrew Jackson's personality, okay? Yeah, you know it's bad when your Google searches improved when Absolutely. the show started. I am just like, please, God, uh, who's white trash? Help me out here. Andrew Jackson was a charismatic figure, but he was also combative, quick-tempered, and thin-skinned, which is something that you hope everybody says about you when you're not there. I guess so, and I will say this. It has uh, been well-documented, and we talked about this before, that Andrew Jackson was an asshole. Well, this is what one person was quoted as saying about him. When Andrew Jackson hated, it often became a grand passion. 
He could hate with a biblical fury and would resort to petty and vindictive acts to nurture his hatred and keep it bright and strong and ferocious. Another word for that is asshole. White trash. You are white trash. You've been branded the right way, you son of a bitch. You nailed it. You nailed it, Ryan. And I got lucky on that one. Bringing the truth to the people. And you also said something about Winston Churchill. Do you remember? Yeah, Saying that he was a rat bastard? He was a bastard. But I mean, to lead a country in wartime, you kind of have to be. And do you know that he contributed to a famine in India so that they could resupply his army with those resources? I did not know that. When he was asked about it, and he said that they are, whether they're in famine or not, the Indian people will multiply like rabbits. Oh, God. And they, they, they... (laughs) sent him pictures of the atrocities that he was, you know, inflicting upon them. His response to that, then why hasn't Gandhi died yet? That's a weird way to respond to that. And that is weak in review. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Winston Churchill, total guess on my part, psychopath. Right. But well, that's the problem is that you go up to the top of the CEOs of all these fortune 500 companies. Yeah. They're, they, they have something in their brain that we don't have. So what you're saying or lack thereof. Exactly. So what you're saying is we need to burn it all down. I'm not saying burn that. It down! I was kind of implying it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Fantastic. Now, Tyler, your segment, I know everything is topsy turvy this week. I know we're upside down, but Tyler, what you got going? Oh, you have a, what the fuck? What the fuck? Let's mother effing do this, brother. What the Fuck Ryan. Now, let me ask you something. Does this, because I listened back to an old episode and you had an, an, a what the fuck where you didn't ever say what the fuck. Do you actually say what the fuck? In I this promise one? you I will. Okay. I even wrote it in. You're doing a what the fuck classic we, version. We are learning branding, Ryan. We're one, figuring it out. One mistake at a time. And I learned just talk about the Bible every week. Everybody loves that. I hope you're still listening, audience. <laughs> I hope you're still there for me. I think we should be allowed to talk about those in-depth conversations. Tyler I think it's fun. loves you. Yes, he does. That's not a song. <laughs> that is not a song. Well, Ryan, for those of you who do not know about what the fuck, first of all, what the fuck? Yeah, what's, what's your deal? And second of all, I just picked three things that make me say what the fuck. You ready for this, Ryan? I am so ready for it. Let's do it. And then I obviously give Ryan a chance to uh, respond where he kind of just says a whole garble mixed salad of nothing, and then we move on to the next thing. We all play our roles. <laughs> Combat sports. Okay. Now, I talked about this on session zero. It popped up in my mind, and I felt the need to bring it up. Okay, again. good, good. We're, we're, we're recycling our material, making yeah. it stronger. But it's all, well, I, I rewrote it, so it could be worse. Who knows? Hit me. I'll admit to everybody on the front end, even as I say these words directly into all your ear holes, I am not experienced in the ways of combat. I get it. You look at this, and you think, God, that is a killing machine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's- But, a- but only to yourself. I, I'm thinking about cholesterol. <laughs> what the fuck? My fault. My fault. <laughs> that was good. I, I don't like that it was good, but it was good. I've never been in a fist fight before. I've never even been truly punched in the face. So I come to deliver this one with a soft disposition. We could do that for 64. You want to do that? I punch you in the face. Having said that, it's a mitzvah. Absolutely not. Soft disposition, right? Soft. Mm. While rock hard. <laughs> Having said that, what could possibly possess a human being to be beaten up for money? Mm. Okay, I appreciate you coming at this with an even temper. Ryan, I've got a question for you. Hit me, brother. What's your IQ? Fuck you. <laughs> How much? <laughs> 
how much money <laughs> for those out there Ryan will not ever tell anybody his IQ level my mom told me when I was five not to ever tell anybody and I will go to my it's like my ATM code I will go to my grave <laughs> with my IQ how much money real question how much money would it take for you to have UFC fighting as your career uh, you'd have to train every day. You'd have to get into the octagon. You'd I have would, to fight. See, I would love the training every day. I'm kind of doing that now, but I don't think that I have the the, the, the build- killer instinct. Well, I just I, my mind is I'm too risk adverse, Tyler. But I mean, it would cost a lot of money to get me to live that life. Okay, so to sell out your morals, give me a dollar amount. Well, it's not even morals. It's, it's I was just it's, I, I'm just af- afraid of being punched in the face. Is that a weird take? So yeah. Okay. So I guess what I'm asking you is, what's the dollar amount for your fear? I mean, if you were to pay me, I could say $25 million a year, and then when I get in there and get punched in the face one really good time, I'll be like, nope, not Take enough. your money back. Not enough. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Well, the reason why I ask is because in 2018, the average salary in the UFC, the median salary, was just under $69,000, and that is skewed because of the huge yeah. contracts like Conor McGregor. Making $30 million. We've talked, yeah, we have talked about this. It was very interesting. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Crazy. You're basically an upscale version of Bubba Fights. If I wanted to destroy my body while getting paid, I'd become a prostitute. At least when I'm getting fucked in that way, I have the chance to climax. Ryan, combat sports. What the fuck? I mean, thank goodness for him. I think football is the same thing. I mean, I would rather my kid be involved in UFC than in football. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd rather my kid be involved in heavy drinking than cocaine. Wow, I wasn't expecting that, Tyler. What the fuck? Um, yeah, so I, I just think that it is people's, the way that, for some people, it's the answer to all their prayers. For you and me, it is a fate worse than death. I, I agree. What the fuck? Well said. Well said. You know, and it just depends, obviously, on your disposition. You know? Exactly right. Very much so. And and I obviously, this is all satire. There are people like uh, Masvidal, a really big fighter in the UFC who grew up down here. He grew up fighting in the streets for money. He was born for it. And there are literal people on this planet that would rather go into an octagon and fight it out till the end than be sitting here doing what we're doing right now. Well, I feel kind of like that's how we feel with like a cubicle job for us. Oh. Like to do that would be hell on earth. I, I mean, that's how I feel about actual relationships. Tyler, my relationship what? problems. What the fuck? We're going to have to do a, commit an entire episode to that. Let's not record that. <laughs> but I don't want to get into that. For our second what the fuck this week, not dressing for the occasion. Something about me, even though you wouldn't be able to tell when you see me on any given day, is that I love to get dressed up. And Ryan, I know you feel the exact same way. I know you love a good suit. I certainly do. I haven't had a a reason to wear one in 10 years, but I I certainly do. I know. COVID has really sapped everything I love from my life. And you guys are next. While comfort is important to me, I get, to a certain extent, I get being uncomfortable in the name of fashion. While I love wearing one of my suits and a nice tie, I also acknowledge that they're uncomfortable. A tie is freaking uncomfortable. Sure. And I'm a guy. So we, you and I cannot relate to what it is women have to go through. Oh, man. Through. And they are doing that even with their casual clothes. Yes, yes. The pressure that is put on them. But to the people out there who wear heavy, all-black clothes in the middle of summer, or the sleuths out there that wear almost nothing in the middle of winter, 
what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you may think you leave you, the salutes alone. You may think you look good now, but do you know what isn't sexy? What? Frostbite. Uh, well, it depends upon who you ask, Tyler. Ryan. Yes. Salutes. What the fuck? Wait a minute. I think you lost your way there. At <laughs> sorry, the end. sorry. I, I just think like you saying, lost your way. I like saying salutes. Some people. Uh, I, I do like salutes. Ryan, not dressing for the occasion. What the fuck? Some people are more interested in their look than in comfort or than in, you know, something that's reasonable for the time. I've been one of those people, for sure. I've stood on the beaches of Hawaii in jeans, okay? I was there for that. You did. Yeah, you were wearing jeans also, Tyler. I was, yeah. Oh, you're going to compare yourself to me? Look at who's in the foxhole next to you. I aspire to be like you. Uh, no, I think you're right, and I think that's some people who just have uh, their own style laid out before them, and they will not diverge, Tyler. Sure, their own style, sure. as it were. Yeah, sure. people got to need to see this cooch popping when I'm in the club. If I'm going to be a Mansonite in winter, I'm going to be a Mansonite in summer, baby. Well, would you say that that Hawaii trip, you standing on the beach in jeans, uh, would you say that? That is the most uncomfortable uncomfortable you've ever been in terms of where you are to what you're wearing? No, I one time went to a party wearing a suit and realized as soon as I got there, it smelled like B.O. That was very uncomfortable for me. Wow. Yep, yep, it was wow. unfortunate. The thing in Hawaii had nothing to do with my style. It's that I pack like a jackass. That's been well documented on this show. Yeah, yeah, you, well, you and me both. You sure. and me both. Um, I would say mine... And I dragged you into this is when we went to that Halloween costume party and I didn't know it was a costume party. So you came and we were both there wearing the same white shirt, not dressed up as anything. We look like real dickheads. And I think I got stuck talking to little Bo Peep for an hour while you were trying to bang her friend and this lady was freaking insane. Trying nothing, bro. If you're, listen if you're listening, sorry, but you're fucking insane, little Bo Peep. I dated that girl for a while afterwards. Thank you very much. She must be insane then. Yeah. And finally, Ryan! Yes, sir. My severe and crippling abandonment issues that have left me scarred for life, unable to form and maintain healthy relationships, which in turn has left me with an irrational and debilitating fear that I will die alone as I constantly fight addiction and depression on a daily basis. What the fuck? <sighs> Tyler, I don't know how to help you, bro. Like, honestly, this is supposed to be an entertaining podcast, and really, you're just sucking me into all sorts of Freudian situations. Talk to your parents. Talk to your priest. Don't fucking talk to me, bro. I don't know. What I've realized is that I, I drag you in with the two, and right. then I just ask you to solve my problems the last with the one, third. The last one always makes me want to jump off a cliff like a lemming in that Disney movie, man. Oh, how I pine for the old days when the third one was just like, platypuses, what the fuck? Oh, my goodness. We talked about how they had a poisonous barb. God's a, uh, you know, inside joke and we laugh. Only we... mammal that lays eggs, Ryan. Don't try to divert from what's <laughs> happening here, you son of a bitch. You're not giving me any real answers. Uh, Tyler, if you figure it out, please come tell me. I don't know. And that is what the fuck. He's weeping. Tyler, fantastic job, man. Uh, you crushed it even though I'm terrified of you and I need to get out of the studio mm -mm. as we speak, buddy old pal. Fantastic. And thank you guys for coming along on this ride with us. Tyler, tell them how they can reach out to us from behind. Well, please, if you're looking to give us an RHJ or receive one in return, <laughs> I would say you go to thoseguysyouhate.com where it has the links to all of our pages. If you're specifically going to Instagram, go to thoseguys underscore you hate and uh, subscribe on all your screens. Fantastic, Tyler. Great job. Session 64 coming up Unbelievable. next week. Be there or be an L7 weenie. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? 
Oh man, that's a good question. What is the moral of the story? The moral of the story is if we do not counteract these 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 intelligence defying beings that are parrots that are birds, sure. we are going to be uh, uh, pecked to death. We are going to be uh, um, taken out of the top spot of the dominant species on this planet. Nature's AI, Tyler, just ridiculous. Pretty soon, parrots are going to be able to build better parrots than we can build. <laughs> and what's going to happen now? Huh? Parrots building parrots. Where does it end? <laughs> That's what happens when the parrots aren't around. You know what I mean? And now we're locked in a cage. Thanks a lot. Tweet that shit. Speak for your cracker parrot. Ooh. Oh, God. Spicy. At least this is at the end. Sure. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Whoever is in charge of cleaning up that bush, get out there. It disgusts me. You're a piece of garbage. It is filled to the very brim with bird-killing COVID-19. Garbage. It's the avian flu. It needs a tweetment, and I am not having it. Get that shit out there. I know who it is. It's that guy, Carlos. Get out there, bro. Oh. You're a very nice man, and you and I hit it off. But come on, bro. That 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 bush is really grossing me out. Calling out somebody by name for not cleaning up your mess, that is a true Menendez move right there. Calling somebody out by name means we are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you. Now red circle. Now red circle. Who's the jackass? Jackass. <laughs> yeah, that really stuck with you, didn't it? You're the jackass. Look at this. Yeah, what about him? Look how unevenly I walk, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, you got a you got a hobalong kind of gate going on. I should have been a pirate. I agree with More you. More like a gate. Uh and and I've been told by people that I've lived with currently that I drag my slippers on the floor and it's loud and annoying. Yeah. Go on. No, that's, uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's it. Single word, one All syllable, right. sums up everything this. I'm saying. Tyler. You club foot bastard. Meet me at the club foot. I hate the smell of sage. Uh, it is a very um, thick uh, smell. Pungent. It's a very thick smoke. Pungent. I would rather live with the demons. What's your take on that? No. Just let's. We will absolutely cut that. So we could save it for later. <clears throat> Um, I hope I never hear that again. I, I really just hate it. I went to a, uh, you know, situation down on the beach and they had the smoke just blowing right in my face. And I'm like, I, I would rather party with the poltergeist than smell this hippie armpit bullshit. You've obviously never seen doesn't even work because I'm filled to the brim with demons. The sage doesn't clear you of demons like your internal damnation, as it were. So then why am I burning it in there? Uh, because it clears out your room, Ryan, and your aura, as it were. Did you hear that demon just try to escape my throat? I did. It, it was so embarrassing. I mean, it, it was, struck you in the vocal cords on the way. It out. was against God. That is for certain. Mm -hmm. That's obviously what I was saying. Now, Tyler, I thought that maybe for the first time this would be a good place to practice what what I hope can be an upcoming um, segment. I want to try something out. I stumbled onto this playing around with some friends. All right. And it was something that I thought was interesting. Now, when we finally do it, there could be some stakes to it. Okay. Like, you know, if you win, uh, I have to eat an egg, you know, 
What? Shell and all. Or if you. Oh, <laughs> that sounds great. Just, just a raw egg <laughs> popping in your mouth. Like, although, although the consistency would be wonderful. Here's the deal. Not a raw egg. A I'd raw let you cook <laughs> it. No, please cook it. I no. would love to see you put a, a raw egg in your mouth like a king cobra. I wouldn't be able to eat it, and though. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. And just bite down and let it release its <laughs> fluids. <laughs> but don't you like runny eggs, or am I mistaken? Cooked a little bit, though. Not a no. raw egg with the shell still on it. I like it to be like half birth with a little beak in there. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, 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 maybe there could be some stakes attached to it. It would probably make it more fun. I'm sorry. I'm still picturing it. Like, yeah. Like yeah, a big yeah. old nature gusher. Please stop. Um, oh. but, but this is what I am offering up here. The name of the game is Synonym Toast Crunch. Okay. And here's the way that it works. I like the idea of the science of being funny. You and I have talked that there are some words that are funnier than others, just by the way it sounds, by the sin, by the syllables being put together. What was the funniest word that we discovered? Uh, was well, it cooch? I, I, cooch is good. I know uh, kerfuffle is a good kerfuffle one. Kerfuffle is up there. Cooch is, I, I believe, it, was number one. It, is cantankerous funny? No, no that's not funny. That no. makes me angry for some reason. <laughs> but everything does. So... This is my idea. Like, if I were to say to you, okay, I th this is the premise. I give you a word. You have 30 seconds to come up with five synonym toast crunches and of a funny... Woo! What is happening here? Hold on a second. <clears throat> my ego isn't being affected at all. Someone done stole Ryan's manly voice. <laughs> My taint has been pulled out from under me. Okay, I'm feeling better. Whoa. I'm feeling better. Here we go. Here like we go. Like the sound of that. So, like, if I were say, if I were to say to you, hands, hands isn't a funny word, but mitts, hit him right in the mitts. <laughs> mitts, right? Mitts is right? funny. Right? Mitts and is funny. He put his big old paws on me. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Yeah, you know good. what I mean. Yeah. Well, so, and it also presents a picture because now I'm picturing right. a man with bear paws and that grabbing is, you. And that is what humor is: is where you're implanting you know, ideas into people's heads. You're kind of giving them a little twist when they weren't expecting. It. It's basically inception. You're Leonardo, Di Le you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Have you ever heard his name before? No, no. It's, it's a pretty famous name. Tom. No, yeah, that sounded like as if somebody asked me to just guess a name and I made a noise. <laughs> I have never made a mistake on this show before. And Leo. I, and I pissed. Just Le go. Leo. You know, Leo. Leo's, you know, my boy. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. We've never I am met. going to. Yeah, lucky for him. He doesn't know who I am. I am going to yet. Tyler. I love his new living room furniture, though. What is it? Naked women just on all fours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Victoria's Secret models come and lie down for him. Good on you. So I'm going to give you a, a term. You are going to have 30 seconds of timer music to come up with five funny synonym toast crunches. I have to keep saying that because it's the only way it drives home the wordplay. I was going to say, is the toast crunch important in any way or is that just to be there for the name? Literally has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, if if you win, I throw a handful of cinnamon sugar in your eyes. Yeah! Oh, uh, in my eyes. Well, I'll try to catch some in my mouth. Trickle down uh, effect, Tyler. Um, not real, Ryan. My eyes would just absorb it all, and my tongue would only get just a little taste. This little, is why little taste. This is why you're so hard to work with. You can't be managed. You can't be kept on track, Tyler. Yeah, you is sound it, like every teacher I've ever had. This is a big time. Yeah, but I'm not going to molest you. Are you ready, Tyler? Then what did I take homeschooling for? <laughs> and why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> the word is crazy. 
So I'm thinking of five words that are funny that go with crazy. Right. Does, Synonyms for, for crazy. Um, Your time is running out. Insane. Loco. Uh, um, Both good. Uh, uh, crazy. Uh, insane. Um, is the music helping? No. Loopy. That's three. Uh, um, um, uh, oh, this is dead. Uh, the music <laughs> is making it so much worse. Uh, you're going to have to eat an egg. Yeah, uh, I'm not eating an egg. Wow. And then I saw the timer and knew that I didn't have any time left. We would have accepted Kooky. We would have accepted Around the Bend. How did I not think of Kooky? We would have accepted Schizo. Oh, that's not cool. All these would have been fine. Schizo is a real disease. That's not funny. Tyler, let's go downstairs. Let's get an egg. And then as soon as you pop that thing, let's start the show by you (laughs) popping it in your mouth. You can go fuck yourself. (laughs) You and the audience. Where's my cinnamon sugar? (laughs) All right, let's do this thing. 